Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, congratulations. You are about to arrive to the right place. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Ellen and Aaron Sports Podcast. Are you ready for it? Now, here is Ellen and Aaron. Welcome to the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's a Sunday. It's a Saturday, I beg your pardon. It's a Saturday night at eight, almost 8.30 p.m. And the reason why I got the days confused is that we are going to be joined with Joel Camco Camilleri, and his time is actually Sunday because he's all the way in Australia. It'll be around 12.30 their time p.m., right after midday. And Joel's going to join us across the pond on a Zoom interview, which you're going to be able to listen to live here on the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. Got to thank Glenn Earnshaw. He set up this interview with uh, his Aussie connection, as he would call it. He made it possible. And we're going to go ahead and have a great interview with Joel Camco Camilleri. He's got a big fight coming up against Geisler AP. December 17th, make sure you guys support, you watch the fight, it's going to be a great show, great fight, we're going to talk about how his training camp has went, how, uh, you know, he had a recent loss, and we're going to talk about that as well, on, on that, as well as the boxing, his boxing career, what his future endeavors is going to be, and get to know Joel, get to know about him, and make him, t- you know, tick. Learn a few things, and uh, definitely we're going to learn about his passion of boxing and other things and personal things that we do here on the Allen and Aaron Sports Radio Show. It's now three minutes to go I have on my clock on this Zoom interview. Uh, During the Zoom interview, I more than likely won't be able to take a phone call during the time, but I will be able to go ahead and answer any questions you have. Please like our Facebook page at Facebook, Allen and spelled out Allen A L A N A N A N D A A R O N. Real straightforward, Allen and Aaron, right there on Facebook. Follow us on iHeartRadio. We're gonna go ahead and give you the special show. This is a little bit different. It's not during our our normal showtime, which is Friday nights at 9:30 p.m. But that's what we do here at the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. We make adjustments to give you some great interviews, great guests, so that you're always entertained. We appreciate the support that you get from our fan base. We appreciate you guys, so we definitely don't take it lightly. And thank you so much for supporting the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. It means a lot to us. Thank you in advance to Joel Camco Camilleri for joining us here on the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. It's it's almost showtime, so as soon as the screen lets me know that Joel is here, we're going to go to the Zoom interview and go ahead and, and make sure we uh, have a great time. That's the main thing is we're going to make sure that this interview is a great interview and do our very best here at the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. We had a great show last night. I want to thank definitely Talks Pedro. And definitely doing his thing 
and he's a pro golfer. Please check out that interview on our Facebook page. And uh, definitely, if you have, after you check out the interview, you get to learn about him. If you want to do a corporate sponsorship, please let us know. Reach out to us on the Alan and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. I know he will be very, very appreciative of it. He's a great young man. It's history in the making. He's from Nigeria. You can be part of something special and part of history by definitely go ahead and supporting him. And you can be part of history because you can be the first Nigerian to win on a major tournament, win a major tournament. And that's going to be something special to be a part of. And he did tell me that they may have been somebody who did win a major over 35 years ago, a long, long time ago. But it may not have been the same major tournament that he's going to play in. So you'd have to do some of that fact-checking. But needless to say, you sponsor someone and they win a major tournament. That is something special. So it's now uh, 8.30, 12.30 midday, their time. And we should be able to go ahead and see what's going on with Joel. Let me go ahead and make sure that we got everything good to go on our end on this Zoom interview. Because uh, you know how technology can be, but we should Joel shortly, and you got to give him some time. He did have a recovery day today, and I know that definitely he's doing his best to uh, make time for us here on the show. So we're going to go ahead and make sure we do our part and make sure we have a great interview, great chat with Joel, and we're ready <laughs> whenever Joel's ready to, to sign in. So definitely, please uh, really appreciate you guys listening last night. want to thank all the callers. We wasn't actually able to get to all the callers. There was a, a caller that uh, did disconnect. We were on hold for about 12 minutes, but whoever you are, we did notice you. We appreciate you calling in to the Allen Aaron Sports Talk radio show. And definitely don't give up. You know, you'll get a chance to get through. It was a busy night because we did have – we did have a guest talks, Pedro, Mr. Pedro on the line, and it just was a busy night. There's a lot of callers that did come in. I want to thank Lou, who's one of our regulars who did call in, too. We really appreciate him, as well as we had Aaron on the line. We had myself. We had Doug, Doug Brown, who was the one who actually was able to facilitate the interview for us and Mr. Pedro to get that spotlight interview. So again, if you are interested in sponsoring corporate sponsorships, Mr. Pedro, check him out. Check out that interview. You'll learn a lot more about him. And hey, be a part of history. Let me know and we'll make it happen. So he's already signed with Titleist and big things to come. So we're going to go ahead and make sure we do our thing here on the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. Give you some more insight. And let me go ahead and make sure that we got this ready. Let me just uh, make some adjustments here on the audio. Give me one second here. All right. So we're doing great. And again, one of the things I did, we my audio did get cut off last night when I was having the interview. We were talking last night. I know that Aaron ended the show. I, unfortunately, for some reason, the computer just 
kicked me out right at the, towards the end of the show. I apologize about that. But uh, I did want to definitely say that the Derek Brooks Celebrity Golf Tournament I was part of was outstanding. I'm already looking forward to going to it next year in 2022. So I'm going to keep my eyes and ears open for the next time it, it comes up because the event did sell out. So I got to make sure I jump on it quick. It's one of those things that, hey, when it's available, you got to jump on it. And in fact, I'm going to make sure that I make known that I intend to be there next year. So I'm going to let some of the organizers know that. I just thought about that out loud when I was telling you guys that. But we got a lot of things to do here because we don't miss anything on the Alan Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show, the Derek Brooks Celebrity Golf Event, him and his friends. Gary Sheffield was there. A lot of his uh, friends were there. It was a great time in Pensacola, Florida. One of the funniest things that did happen during the event, it was a lot, but <laughs> it's the first time I've actually been to Pensacola, myself included, Alan Alford. And I've driven through Pensacola, but Pensacola is all the way on the other side of the state of Florida. For those who don't know, I don't typically go on that side of the state. I'll go through the opposite side, which is on Jacksonville. Pensacola is clear across the other side of the state. It actually is a seven-hour drive for me. How That's how far of a drive. And you actually pass a time zone. So going there, I gain an hour. Going back, I lose an hour. And it's it's a nice drive. And it's the first time I actually stayed in Pensacola personally. So I get to Pensacola, start the event. Gary Sheffield, <laughs> we're on the sixth hole. And Gary Sheffield it drives by in his cart, and he asks, hey, guys, how do you get to the fourth hole? And literally, there was my group and another group, about 10 to 12 guys in total, and they lived in Pensacola. They played on that golf course before, and they could not direct Gary Sheffield to hole number four. I, had, I was the only person who I felt had a legitimate excuse. First time I've been to Pensacola, A, and B, if it's the first time I've been to Pensacola, it is definitely the first time I've ever been on that particular golf course which is a private golf course, Pensacola Country Club, from what I've heard from people. It's not a, you know, it's, it, you have to kind of know a member and things like that for you to play on that course. It's not open to the public. But needless to say, someone should have been able, out of 10 to 12 guys, to direct Gary Sheffield to hold number four. No one could. I couldn't be an assistant to him. I just thought it was funny that I'm around guys that live in Pensacola. None of them do anything more than I did, and I just showed up there literally that night. <laughs> so that's, that's the, my funny story of the golf tournament, Derek Brooks Liberty golf tournament. Wow. Nobody could direct me to where could you direct Gary Sheffield to hold him a four. He did end up finding it. Um, you know, ironically, we didn't get a chance to play with, De uh, with Gary Sheffield was, you know, they said that they were going to have a celebrity per hole and we were doing that. Celebrity per hole for about four or five holes. And then um, pretty much it went beer after then. I guess we were playing slow. I don't know. But I would have loved to play at least one hole with Gary Sheffield. Maybe in the future, hey, next year, 2022. At least in the meantime, I'll get a chance to work on my game some more and be even better. I did see Derek on the other side. We didn't get a chance to play with Derek also for a hole two. That's something to look forward to. But I did get a chance to meet him talk to him and take a picture. So 
so I'm looking forward to actually playing a role with him. But he did take it seriously. He had a rangefinder when he was hitting his approach shot. So anytime somebody has a range uh, finder, you know that they're taking their golf somewhat serious. So, <laughs> yeah. So we're going to go ahead and check and see what's going on with Joel. It's, you know, I wanted to start a little bit early with the broadcast because, uh, you know, sometimes these things do happen. You know, guys do run a little late, so it's not unusual. Let me just send him a message. And let me just take a look here. One second. Give me one moment. All right. So Yep. Yes, it's uh Sunday, so Sunday midday. May have got something to eat. I'm excited to talk to Joel Camco Camilleri. And we're gonna go ahead and have a great time. Let me just uh Take a look here. Just uh, taking a look here to see if there's any messages. Give me one moment here. Excited about talking to Joel. I actually had some uh, great questions to ask him. And uh, one thing I... (laughs) I did see here and did learn about Joel. He's an interesting character. So this should be entertaining. I do have quite a few things that we want to cover with him and make sure that we entertain you because that's our goal here on the Allen and Aaron Sports Radio Show. We want to make sure that we give you guys some great insight. And let me just uh, take a look here. All right. All right. He said he did reply to a message. He's going to get on right now. And so that's going to be great. We'll go ahead and, yep, this is live. We do things live here on the Allen Aaron Sports Creator Show almost all the time. So, hey. He apologized, and he's going to get on right now. And uh, we'll go ahead and he'll sign in. We'll do a great interview. And i got to make sure that uh, we do a great job here on the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. Again, don't forget to like and share our page. Big shout-out and thank you to Glenn Earnshaw. He made this all possible. So thank you for, to Glenn. And as soon as Joel logs in, we'll go ahead and begin this interview. And let's take a look here. Let's give him a couple moments to log in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so 
big time difference. This is the first time I'm actually interviewing somebody all the way across the pond from Australia on Zoom, the beauty of technology, and also <laughs> in such a big difference in time, too, the big gap. You know, it's 8.41 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone, December 4th, which is a Saturday here. It's a Sunday midday there, full 12 hours ahead of us. That's a 12.41, 12.42 would be there now. So, wow. and it's Sunday. <laughs> but I would love to go to Australia. I've never been to Australia. Maybe uh, Joel could tell me a few things about it. And this would be a great time. Yeah, so... Yeah, so. Okay, so he's on the waiting room. We'll get started. Recording in progress. All right. Welcome. How you doing so far, to Joel, Camco, Camilleri? How you been? Yeah, That's good to hear. That's good. Uh, thank you so much for joining us here on the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. Really appreciate your time. So first and foremost, before we get into the boxing, how was your Thanksgiving? Yeah, that was good, man. Um, I've just been preparing for my next fight, so I'm just trying to eat healthy. So I can't really celebrate or eat too much food, so I've been good. <laughs> That's good to hear. That's great to hear. How has uh, your training camp been so far? Uh, it's been pretty good. Um, not the greatest, to be honest, man. Yeah. Since I got my second Pfizer vaccine, my immune system's been real down, so I've been really congested. So I'm just I'm training, doing what I what I can do, but I'm not pushing too hard. Oh wow! So that that uh, second vaccine shot really sounded like it affected you. Yeah, so I had to get it ten days before my last fight, and um, that night I woke up just like swollen throat and it's been almost a month since then and to be honest since then I've been like popping medication and on nasal sprays and stuff and it hasn't been good man oh wow wow that's I'm sorry to hit at have you seen a doctor because of this sound like you're having maybe an allergic reaction um no I haven't seen a doctor because it was 10 days before my fight so I went to the chemist and I just got like vitamins and like anti uh, decongestion uh, congestants and stuff but um, I think that I'll my go to the doctor tomorrow just make sure everything's all good yeah I definitely recommend that I'm sorry that you've been having yeah. such a difficulty and I wish you the best on your recovery from that sorry to hit I've gotten um, it's vaccinated yeah it's not that bad it's just like a, it's like a cold it's like getting a cold man just getting like green phlegm and just feeling like a bit flat Okay, okay. But um, yeah. do you think it'll affect you in this, this coming up fight? It's coming up quick. Um, I'm, I'm very confident about this fight. Even my last fight, I went, went into the same problem, and I I still believe I won the fight. I got a hometown decision, man. Like, one <laughs> judge scored it for me six rounds to two. Yeah. And then the other two judges scored it against me. So if I was able to beat him... The way I felt, then I'm going to beat this guy too, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very confident. That's very good, and that's one of the things I wanted to talk to you about is the judging. 
I know that you posted a video about Floyd and he had some reservation about the judging from you being a professional boxer. What are your thoughts about the way judging is now? Oh man. I don't, I don't like to comment too much on like the judging, but to be honest, man, we all know it's very biased. Like I went down, so I was meant to fight in my hometown in Brisbane, Queensland, Australia, and the fight got moved for certain reasons. He got moved to their hometown. My opponent changed to that hometown, you know, and it, it does become biased. Um, at the end of the day, the guy who scored it to me was from Sydney as well. Um, mm-hmm. He was the only ex-pro boxer of the judges. So I think that not just being biased to the, you know, to the promotion and to the, to the city, but also some judges just don't know boxing. Okay. Wow. Yeah, and that's, yeah, that's, what, that's what I believe. Anyway, um, can you still see me? Yes, yes I can see you now. Yep. Yeah, that's kind of disappointing because you guys put a lot of hard work into your, your craft and yeah. not so much being biased about the judging, but you want it fair. You want a fair comparison. You want something that's fair on the table. Yeah, well, um, that's what I asked for. Like, after my fight, mm-hmm. my, uh, I didn't have my team there on the night, so the guys in my corner, I was asking, like, am I winning the fight? You know, I, I believe I was, like, winning comfortably. Um, yeah. I was, like, it was like a sparring match, pretty much. And, um, and you're winning comfortably, you know what I mean? Just go out, finish the last round, and that's it. So, um, yeah, it was a bit, uh, it was a bit unfair. I was a bit, uh, a bit upset at the decision, but there's nothing I can do now, man. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. That's right. Unfortunately, that's how it is. Which one will yeah. you feel more upset about, this particular fight or in Tim's fight, the decision? I know. I lost against Tim, man. Like, yeah, you feel uh, as if yeah, that was... Like, that you, was clear, man. That was a clear. He beat me. He, he outboxed me. Uh, I've lost seven fights in my career. Uh, all been by points, all decisions. Never been dropped in my life. But out of those seven losses, three, everybody knows I won those fights. Everybody. You know, I'm fair. Like, even the losses I had, like, a majority decision could win either way. But I can accept that loss. Yeah. The other three losses, like, I can accept which yeah. is those, those four losses, but three of them were just like the sanctioning fees, like they're promoted to pay the sanctioning fees for the titles. Yeah. I'm just brought in, I'm brought in as an opponent. So after all the money they're investing to his kids into these uh, organizations, I come there and I, I win the fight. It's like, where's he going to go now? We're going to leave the promoter and fight for another promoter. So it's like, okay, let's make it look close. So <laughs> one of my losses, one of my losses, I lost, now both unanimous, man, like it but it was like um ninety six ninety four. Ninety six ninety four. Okay, okay. <laughs> Everyone in the crowd knew. The other one was like a six round fight, fifty seven, fifty six. It's like they make it look close and um but yeah, it's not it, it shouldn't happen, man. No, I agree. It shouldn't happen. And hopefully, you know, that's one of the Achilles heels of boxing is the judging sometimes it rises their eyebrows and people look at it like, I don't know how that happened, but yeah. Do you feel confident you're going to win your next fight? I'm confident, man, because um, at the end of the day, I believe I'll stop this guy. Um, my style was awkward, moving, making him miss, making him pay, but that's always been on the judges' scorecard. So 
We've changed our uh, style a bit. I'm going to walk this guy down and break him down. And gonna, there'll be no excuses. I, I believe I'll stop him, so I'm going to win the fight, yeah. Okay, that's good to hear. And if it doesn't go your way, this, this vaccine thing won't be something you'll say later affected you. No, no. Okay. I, um, I'm confident I'll stop this guy. Like, honestly, uh, this guy's a tough dude. He's, um, he, <laughs> he's only lost one of his last 10 fights, but uh, this is a fight where you can't lose. You, 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 know, you can't lose, but if you do lose this fight, then you got nowhere to go to after that. So there's a lot of pressure on you to win this fight then. Because, yeah, because yeah. I mean, it is. And speaking of that, where do you, you're almost 35 10. How would you assess your boxing career at this point? Um, it's kind of a, a weird answer. Like, I say that um, it's just getting started. And why I say that is because even though I've had my 28 fights, I'm always learning. Like I just got a new kind of my my trainer Dundee Kim's been on board for about uh, over a year now, almost two years. Paul Briggs, who I brought on board, um, he's only been on um, training me for a few months, so I'm always learning. So I'm at a point right now where it's very important to win every single fight I fight, but um, my body's my body's sweet. I'm not getting shaken. I'm not getting knocked out. My hands are all good, so. I'm just getting started, man. Oh, that's good. That's good to hear for all the fans and everybody want to see you. And talk a little bit about your support system. You seem like you have a very, very good support system. Talk about the support you get from your fans and your family. I've got a lot of support. I'm, I'm very active on social media. Um, <laughs> I'm one of the, only, the hosts on the only boxing show in Australia as well, could be for the fight. Um, I've got about, you know, 15, 20 sponsors. So, I'm living full-time off sponsorship. Cool. I'm fighting when I want to fight. And if, for example, I'm down in Melbourne right now, where I, was, I grew up here for 28, 29 years, and um, it was like one thought, like, I want to fight. I spoke to my old boxing trainer, and um, because I've got a big following here, I'm able to fight in these fights because I sell tables. I sell, I've got about 150 minimum people coming to my fight. That's very impressive and definitely, and you definitely, not only do you have a lot of fan support, your mother supports you and talk about her and her photography that she does. Yeah, she's uh, very passionate about the sport. She has a Marty's knockout photography. She uh, works in all the fights, you know, all of even like Tim Zhu's fights and Jeff Holland and all my fights. So yeah, she's a, uh, what I say about her is she's the reason why a lot of people like me. Or can I say she's the reason why a lot of people don't not like me? Yeah, anyway, <laughs> because I'm, I'm a fair kind of guy, but I'll call you out. If you're, if you're not being honest, if you're you know, doing something wrong, I'll, I'll call you out. And they don't like that. But my mum is good with all the promoters, all the managers, so they did it easy on me. Okay, yeah. That's definitely, yeah. she's got the woman's voice that of calmness and won't be too abrupt about things. That's always a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I would love to have her on the show one day too, to talk about photography. I, she comes highly recommended. So she does great work. I heard in a ring with photography, which is not easy. 
always making progress because she started when I, I think, was still amateur and I was turning pro. And she started maybe like, I've been pro since 2012. So she had a few years of experience now and she's getting better every every day. <laughs> and one video that I noticed she posted was like your social media headbutt compilation. What is your thing with the headbutts? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, it's kind of like, it started off as a kind of an awkward, what do I do? Do I try to advise my legs? What do I do? And like, <laughs> I just headbutted the phone. And then, and then like, so my two kind of trends that everyone knows is my introduction. Okay. Hang on, guys. Don't come, come, come. There here. And then I finished my headbutt. And the introduction was like, people started bringing it up. How fast? What do you say when you say that? Yeah. And then... When I finished the always headbutt and everyone started doing it and copying me and tagging me and I didn't think it was a, a trend. I was just doing it because I was doing it and then everyone took notice, so I started to take notice as well. Yeah, I mean you got a lot of fan support from that. I did see that people yeah. love it. People love it and that's a great thing and you know, definitely are you calm and relaxed with this next upcoming fight that's coming up now? You not nervous about it at all? No, I'm not nervous because I've got my trainer coming down to be my corner. Okay. I've got two of my trainers. I've got Frankie Pianto, who's also in my corner as well, and Dundee Kim. They're in my corner. I'm calm. Um, I know what I need to do for this fight. Whereas the last fight was like a bit, man, like, the back of your head. You're like, oh, are you fit? You're sick. You're this, you're that. It's like your corner, how you going to be? And then on fight night, it was like, a lot of miscommunication and things going everywhere. So I'm confident, man. Like, at the end of the day, I'm not making excuses and why, and why they're not excusing because I won the fight, man. Like, and everyone in that arena except him and his trainer, his trainer actually, he said, what well, goes around comes around because I fought one of his fighters once when they got a draw and he reckoned that they won. Yeah. I rematched, I rematched him and beat the guy after that, but... He said, what well, goes around, comes around, which tells me he knows I want to. Oh, wow. So that says a lot right there, reading between yeah. the lines. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so definitely it sounds like you got a – kind of didn't get a fair shake on that one, but I know this I'm one. Ready for this next one. I'm ready for this next one, man. Like, yeah. I won't need no excuses. I'm, gonna, I'm telling you now, it'll be out by the fifth round. Oh, wow. So you drove it by the fifth round. That's a bold prediction there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's exciting. I'm, I'm definitely going to check it out and see see how you do out there and see if it holds true that it's over by the fifth round. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> one of the things that people did comment, I did notice, is that they felt that sometimes you, Joel, fool around too much. You don't take it seriously. Can you put that to bed as far as your profession and how serious you take this? People were talking about my last fight that I was kind of like dancing around, pulling faces and talking. That's my style, but people don't understand what was happening in that ring because he was uh, talking about he was meditation and having this all clear on that before the fight. So I kind of had a bit of a bit of banter with him and in the ring, he was talking to me, and he's like, the meditation is working, isn't it? And then, he, and then he turned around when I hit him, and he said, that's the second punch you landed all day. And, like, <laughs> we, we were talking together. Like they didn't hear what he was saying. They didn't see it. Like, I don't fool around. I, I'm a big believer in uh, enjoying what you do. When you're in the yeah. ring, you enjoy it. And 
that's my style. Like, I could have pushed the pace more and put it on him more and made it more clear, but I still believe it didn't matter what I did on that night. Those two judges had the scorecards already written out. Oh, wow. So it, it, your, your fate was sealed either way, even if you went all it, in. It didn't matter. If I went there and I punched on and I stayed in there and I looked so serious and I lost the fight, people would have said, oh, man, you didn't fight that well. Where was your – Where was your? Why, why weren't you enjoying it? Why weren't you moving around? But then when you enjoy it and you smile, it's like – and you lose, it's like, oh, you were playing around too much. Right. Yeah, yeah. That that's what I didn't notice that people said you were playing around and I wanted to get your comment on that that no, that's your style. You don't like to take it too serious and have fun. Now not just that, but to be honest, man, like I was feeling flat. I told you I was I was at the point where I was like, I know I'm not doing too well. I've got to make adjustments, but at the same time I, I wasn't breathing well enough to be able to go hard. So I'm like, I'm just going to move, smile at him, look at him, make him like stay off me a bit. And then as the rounds went on, I started feeling him breaking. So I'm like, okay, I've got to use my experience and break him down. And towards the end, I started walking him down. So it's more about being smart and just saving my energy because I knew my energy was very low. Wow. Yeah, so definitely I hope you recuperate and your energy is where it needs to be on this fight. Uh, tell me about the picture you have there, those two little dogs there. My dog, it's pretty funny because <laughs> actually my ex-girlfriend man got this painted for, uh, <laughs> for my family. But, uh, that's, uh, it's beautiful. Dog, uh, it's Murphy and Juddy. Yeah, they're, uh, yeah. They're, they're, my, they're my dog, man. Uh, one, one's over here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these my dog, man. My, my family dog, so... I live up in Melbourne right now, and they're my family dogs. Oh, yeah, beautiful, definitely. And whoever did that painting did did a magnificent job. Wow. Yeah, they did. It actually looks exactly like it, so it's pretty good. Yeah, they did a great job on that. So I'm looking forward to your next fight. And also, the person who set up this interview was Glenn Earnshaw, and he said that you owe him a signed photo. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah, I'll give him a time to find out 100%, man. I appreciate him reaching out to you, man. Oh, yeah, I appreciate him, too. I appreciate Glenn reaching out to us here at the Allen and Aaron Sports Radio Show, making this possible. And I'm looking forward to keeping in touch and covering more and more of your fights and making you a big, huge success here in the USA because um, you work hard. You, you, you To be getting close to 30 fights, I know that you talked about how it's been, what is your thought process about now that you're getting close to 30 fights, looking back, like, wow, I've, I've been doing this a while. Yeah, well, yeah, I've been doing this a while. I've learned a lot. I'm always learning. But I've been to America twice, to Vegas and L.A. for two training camps. Um, my aim is to get up there next year. I actually spoke to Buddy McGirt um, through messages. And um, one of my good friends, Ross Amber, Ross Amber owns Wild Boxing. Okay. Boxing brand, and he, um, we're going to set up a training camp in over in the U.S. next year, so I'm looking forward to that, and hope to get a fight over there maybe next year. Oh, awesome. That'll be great. I'd love to make sure the people here in the States are aware of that and keep them up to date. Do you have an idea of where in the U.S., maybe? No, I'm not sure. There's, there's more of a chance to be fighting in the U.K., to be honest, man, but okay. um, either way, I've already spoken, I've reorganized that I'm going to, I want to come up to the U.S. next year. If it's 
April. I want to have one fight in February in Australia. April in Australia. After that, I'm going to fly up to the US. So either way, I'll be up there for a training camp. And it'll be in Vegas and also LA. Oh, yeah. Those are two great spots there. You're going to have a lot of fun either way you go. <laughs> it's a lot of hangout spots there. That's for sure. Yeah. So you're going to have a great time. But definitely feel better. Get healthy. I'm going to watch your fight, and I'm definitely going to support yeah. you. And may God bless you too, Joel, and continue success. Uh, thanks a lot, man. Appreciate your time, and um, I'll keep you in touch. Oh, same here. Thank you so much. Uh, thanks, bro. Thank you. Take care. Thanks, man. You are. Bye-bye now. Recording stopped. Yes, that was great. That was an awesome interview with Joel Camco Camilleri. And he did an amazing job. And definitely, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> at a loss of words, that's technology that you get a chance to do an interview with somebody all the way, from, as you can see, from Australia on Zoom. And it came in crystal clear, too. I could see his photos in the back of his dogs. And want to thank again Glenn Earnshaw for making it possible and making this interview something that we can do. I look forward to keeping in touch with Joel and Camco Camilleri. He's an awesome guy. So make sure you you make sure you support his fight. It's December 17th. And that will be against, yep, Geyser AP. So I have a feeling he's going to stop him in the fifth round. He's very confident. I definitely hope he gets better. I felt really bad that he got such hit with that second vaccine shot. And I've actually, from personal experience, I've had some females who, just a female, he's actually the first male that got hit that bad with the second shot. So many prayers go out to Joel and in recovery. It seemed like it's, he's really struggling. And I know he'll be better for the fight, but for somebody who went through the process of being vaccinated, for me to just have a sore arm, I, I think I look at that as a real blessing. I had a sore arm the first time for the listening audience, and that's my first shot for about a little over a day. The second shot, the sore soreness of my arm did last longer. It was about two and a half days. But luckily, you know, thankfully, God blessing, no side effects. It was just a sore arm. It was about a day and maybe a half longer for the second shot, but that was it. And that really was just a sore arm. It wasn't too, nothing that wasn't manageable. I was still able to do my daily routine, so I, that was a real blessing. But definitely our prayers are with Joel to speedy recovery. He sounded like he's going to be fine, and he said he's going to see a doctor. I think he should. I would recommend he does because it's been going on for quite a bit of time. But that was Joel Camco Camilleri from Melbourne, Australia. I thank you for listening to the Allen and Aaron Sports Arc Radio Show. We're going to do our regular show on Friday, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zone. So make sure you go ahead and join us. The phone number to call if you want to call in is 516-418-5572. Again, that's 516-418-5572. Please call us. Let us know that you want to talk to us. We'll get it going. Do a great job. And uh, we'll make sure that we do our very best to get you an ear. I know there was somebody who wasn't able to get an ear. We did have a special guest, so it was hard to take calls during the time of our guest. 
but we we make sure that we're gonna we did take notice. We're gonna do our very best to get to your call next time. But definitely, thank you for calling in, even though we couldn't take your call. And call us next uh, call us Friday. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Allen and Aaron Sports Talk Radio Show. You guys have enjoyed the rest of your weekend, and may God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Evan and Aaron Sports Talk Podcast. Subscribe and check us out on your favorite social media platform. Thank you. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Haha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.